Hello and welcome to Under the Spotlight, a podcast about moving the spotlight from the main stages of sports to the side that's not talked about enough. Hello and welcome everybody. This is your host Kabir Shetty here with my co-host producer and content manager Vidur Majan. The story we'd like to bring to you today is about the Paralympics. The meaning of Paralympic, para beside or alongside and the word olympic meaning the paralympics are parallel games that happen alongside the olympics the paralympic this year is uh, set to take place in tokyo after the summer olympics uh, it's uh, set to begin on the 24th of august this year first uh, and along with that this year uh, we have two new editions sporting editions uh to make their debut in uh the paralympics which is badminton and taekwondo uh in the end making 28 sports in the paralympics uh which consists of 22 summer games and six winter games little bit of history of the paralympics the sport was started for athletes with impairments and has been in existence for more than 100 years so the purpose of this was at that time back then uh, there was a last large number of uh, war veterans and civilians who had been uh, injured during the world war uh, time uh, i'm talking about the world war 2 and uh, this was the main reason uh, for them to even start this concept of the para events uh, yeah was- so it was july 29 1948 where the first ever competition for wheelchair athletes took place uh it happened in a place called Stoke Mandeville uh it was also aptly named the Stoke Mandeville games it involved 16 injured service men and women that took part in a singular sport which was archery at that point and from there the Mandeville games the Stoke Mandeville games later evolved to becoming what we know today as the Paralympic games and the first official paralympic games took place in italy in rome in 1960 and the growth was just fantastic they had 400 athletes from 23 different countries yes that's right and uh, and of course with this so far we have we've spoken about the summer uh, games that is and uh, in the year of 1976 was when uh, the first winter games of the paralympics was held uh, it was held in sweden yeah so vidu when did india first take part in the paralympic games i know we have a rich history in the paralympic games uh, yes, when uh, did we first take part yeah so india first took part uh, in the third edition of the paralympic uh, back then it was of course called the stoke mandeville games as you mentioned before uh it was uh, in uh, israel actually in 1968 that's when we took part in our first ever paralympics 68 in israel wow that's i mean yeah. a long time and we've <laughs> we've had a good good history in the paralympic games and uh, we do have 24 athletes that are taking part in this year's edition as well and we'd yes, like to wish right. them uh the absolute best of luck and uh, we did we had a very good showing in the last olympics uh india managed to get four medals uh yes uh, so talking about uh 2016 that was in rio the paralympics that's where uh, i think india had their most impressive run in terms of the number of medals that they won which was of course uh, 
two gold medals, uh, a single silver and a single bronze, uh, making it a total of four, of course. Uh, so I think that was a great achievement, uh, knowing that it was a joint uh, total number of medals, of course, for India. Uh, also, they had in 1984, they had also won four medals. But uh, talking about Rio is when they won their first ever double gold medal. So I think that's a big positive step for them uh, heading into Tokyo this year. Yeah, and a lot more to come. We really hope that that, that the medal tally goes up and uh, just participating, of course, in Olympics is, is uh, uh, right, yeah. be, be it the Olympics, the Paralympics, it's the, the pinnacle for any uh, athlete uh, to take part in. So one, just it's amazing that we have that many participants in the first place and we really do hope uh, that they bring back uh, medals. And uh, here's to more gold medals for sure. Um, so back to a bit of history of the Paralympics. Uh, so it was only in 1989, in fact, se- September 2nd, 1989, that the International Paralympic Committee was founded, Vidu. Yes, that's right. Uh, of course, uh, finally now moving uh, many years ahead since the first ever para events, uh, it was now time that they needed their own board, their own foundation, which uh, kind of separated them from uh, the Olympic Committee so that they had this one board, that one committee that would just focus on uh, the para events. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's great that they have uh, the, the understanding of the organization uh, that sits out of Germany, which is uh, the, uh, the IPC is to act as the global governing body for the Paralympic movement. And it's fantastic that they call it a movement because that's what it is. And we really do hope that it picks up uh, more and more. The inclusion is great and we'd like a lot more athletes to take part in it. Uh, And it's just, it's fantastic to see. It's extremely, extremely, extremely inspiring. Uh, So one of the, one of my highlight and favorite events of uh, the Paralympics is the is is the speedsters running it's um, it's the visually impaired 100 meters that takes part because they have it's 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 exciting because one they're just fantastic athletes overall but number two that they have a very unique uh, i would say a unique part to the sport where they actually run with something someone known as a guide uh would you like to explain a little bit more on that yeah that's it uh, so of course, like you mentioned, uh, this is the event uh, for the visually impaired. So, of course, they need a guide runner that runs alongside them uh, during these sprints. And a guide runner is someone who helps the the para-athlete to stay in his or her lane. So, of course, for them too, they have lanes. And if they move out of the lane, they are uh, disqualified. So, the guide's main purpose is to guide the athlete uh, to stay in his lane or her lane and finish the finish the race along yeah, with so, him, yeah. so so it's fantastic that 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 happens one is that it just shows i mean the reason why we picked uh the 100 meter dash and the guide to talk about is because it also goes with the meaning of the paralympics so it's para beside and or right. alongside Exactly. And uh, it's it's fantastic that you were able to see, uh, you know, athletes of, of 
prime, prime physical and mental and emotional levels be able to do this and to have someone run besides them to, as 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 the term is, the, the guide, to have them because of uh, a, you know, an impairment that they have. But it, it also shows the fact that the guide at the end of the race also does get uh, an Olympic medal, so which is fantastic because it is that they don't just treat it as a single, it's actually given out as the recognition for both of them, for the guide as well as the athlete. And I think that's right, just, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. It's a great, uh, uh, it's a great initiative. And, and I really do hope we get to see uh, some Indian sprinters uh, come to the, come to the fore. Uh, in fact, the, the the sprinter that has the world record, Vidur, he's got a very interesting record. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. Uh, so, yes, the one that you're mentioning, if I'm not wrong, is uh, uh, David Brown, if I'm not wrong. Yes. Uh, he holds the world record for the 100-meter sprints. Of course, this is uh, he's a para-athlete, so this uh, is a para-world uh, record, uh, which stands at 10 seconds. Uh, 10.92 seconds actually and he also holds the the record for the 200 meters as well along with uh, his like we mentioned the guide runner uh, his name he goes by the name of Jerome Avery yeah and it's just it's fantastic I know Jerome Avery yeah. was a was a was a previous Olympian himself yes that's right yeah uh, of course he didn't uh, make the qualification mark on his last race for the uh, to be selected for uh, the Olympics back then, and since then he's been the guide runner for uh, David Brown. And if anyone was wondering, like, how does the guide run with them? Uh, how are they connected? By by what? Uh, so basically, the guides uh, and the runners are connected by this small piece of rope that's called the tether. So it's uh, it's of course on one of their wrists, or if not on their fingers, depends on how they want to hold it. And it's, so that's what connects them together. And once the race kicks off, once the race starts, the action of the athlete and the guide has to be completely in sync. Uh, it should actually be looking like, like it should A be looking like person, one yeah. person running. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which apart which from Which makes running, it even harder. Like if you think about yeah. it, that he was able to run 100 meters in 10 seconds. Uh, mirroring like ensuring that every single step was equal where brown and jerome were 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 in absolute sync it's just it's fantastic to know that one uh humans are capable of that that is great and i think it's the to me it's it's one of the heights of being an athlete to be able to do that in in absolute harmony from start to finish and then to do it in rapid space you know it's 10 10.6 is very very quick for 100 meters yes that's right uh, and i think i think it's 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 of course tougher to to run uh, with a guide because your guide first of all needs to keep up with you you need to keep up with the guide one of your uh, mess up yeah, it's, it's the, race the connection has to be fantastic i mean yes yeah uh, they have to be absolutely as you said i think the perfect word is in sync with each other yeah, otherwise yeah. we you know you it, you won't be able to do what what they do for sure and uh, i mean it 
just I can't wait for the for the Olympics to kick off. Uh, 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 August twenty fourth is something that I've set set my calendar to. I can't wait to watch uh, yeah. these 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 phenomenal athletes in in play. And uh, of course, as as uh, as I said, I think just we would like to wish the Indian contingent uh, the best of luck, and uh, really do hope that we were able to bring some medals in. And we really do hope um, uh, we have participation in the the Winter Olympics as well, and uh, continue our proud heritage as a is as, as a as a medal winning Olympic nation. And yes, uh, yeah, and we have the exciting part is that post. Uh, so the just like the Olympics, the the Paralympics also happen summer and winter, and both are held. So it goes summer and then two years later, Winter Olympics, and then two years later, summer. So you have a four-year gap between summer and summer Olympics and a four-year gap between winter and winter Olympics. Uh, so I really do hope, uh, you know, we're able to bring back. Uh, well, firstly, I, I really do hope a lot of people do watch the Olympics because it is, it's, it's a great advert for all sport. Uh, and it shows, I think, individually, it shows some great sports and collectively as well from the arrays of uh, fencing to the 100 meter field, the track and field events to fantastic team events like uh, uh, hockey and rugby, etc. Um, so, yeah, Vidur, and uh, on that, we'd, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. And uh, we really do hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for us, this was absolutely fascinating. Uh, hopefully, in in future episodes, we'd we'd, we'd we'd be able to bring one of these fantastic athletes on board to talk to us about their journey. Uh, that's a dream for me and Vidur. We've been uh, actually trying to reach out to a few people and and get that done. We hope to get that done as soon as possible uh, because we'd love to know the insight of the way these athletes train. Again, as I said, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, to be the kind of athletes that they are. We would like to thank you all for listening to Under the Spotlight. Please do follow us on all the streaming platforms and give us a follow on the Instagram page as well, which all the details are in the About section. This is your host, Kabir Shetty, signing off with my co-host, producer, and still trophyless Spurs fan, Vidur Majan. We hope we to see you it's, it's, it's time to bring it home. I don't know what you're talking about right yeah, at now. Least but it's coming home. It's not maybe it's not to Spurs, tough. but it's coming home at least. Oh, come on. Anyway, guys, hope to see you all and speak to you all soon. Cheers.